The following program has been paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church. From the heart of the Pacific, in Honolulu, Hawaii, Apostolic Faith Church presents the Kingdom of God Crusade. Join us now for another hour of worship with Pastor Han, the church choir, and the band. We hope and pray that you'll find this next hour a blessing. Good morning, everyone. I'm Trustee and Associate Pastor Edwin Sproat, Sr., and I would like to thank you for joining us today. We welcome you to the Kingdom of God Crusade telecast, being brought to you every Sunday morning, not only here in Hawaii from 8 to 9 a.m., but also in parts of California from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XTTV Channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE Channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV, Channel 8 and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka. From 7 to 8 a.m. on station KVME Channel 20 in Los Angeles and San Bernardino. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KOTR-TV Channel 11 in Monterey. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KECY, Channel 9 in El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KLSR, Channel 34 in Eugene, Oregon. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KZJO, Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 5 to 6 a.m. on station KCSG, Channel 8 of St. George, Utah, Idaho, Wyoming, Nevada, and Arizona. And from 11 to 12 midnight, on station KGBY-TV channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado, as well as from 7 to 8 a.m. on Time Warner Cable channel 503 in New York City. If you would like more information on our church and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, be sure to visit our website at JesusComingSoon.org. The Apostolic Faith Church located at 1043 Middle Street is the headquarters of the gospel of the kingdom of God for the whole world with the sign on the roof of the temple, Jesus coming soon, a landmark in Cali for over 90 years and our prayer tower, the first of its kind in Hawaii, dedicated exclusively for prayer. The church was founded by the late Charles and A. to B. Lockbaum on August the 4th, 1923 and passed on to our late chief pastor, William M. Hahn Sr. in 1959 who continued the gospel to its fullness. We hope and pray that this telecast will draw you closer to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ and be a real blessing to you, our television audience, saints wherever you are, and the shut-ins, that is those of you in the hospitals and convalescent homes. And should you need prayer or someone to pray over you, please don't hesitate to call the phone number designated at the conclusion of the telecast. There is no other season that brings the joy and feeling of good cheer than Christmas. 
The spirit of the season makes one put forth his or her greatest effort to bring happiness to others. The church choir, directed by Amelia Hahn, will sing praises to our Lord with the rendition of the glorious song entitled, Christmas is a Time for Singing. Accompanying the choir will be Edith Matsuki on the piano and Iris Locke on the drums. Please sing along with the choir as the words appear on your television screen. Wonderful presentation. Thank you, choir. The church band led by head pastor Billy Hunt Jr. are set to play the number entitled God Rest Ye Merry Gentlemen.
Imagine the night of Jesus' birth. Through the stillness and quiet, something in the air whispered a special event about to take place. Little did anyone know at the time that the humble birth of a precious babe would be God's greatest gift to mankind. There was no fanfare, no trumpets, no parades, only the glorious voices of the angels in heaven coming together in one heart, one mind, one celebration. Our solos for this morning is Makana Asano, and he will give praise to the Lord by singing the song entitled, It Came Upon a Midnight Clear. Makana will be accompanied by head pastor Billy Hahn Jr. on the piano, yours truly and Mason Asano Sr. on guitars, and associate pastor Marvin Abing on the bass. It came upon the midnight clear, that glorious song of old, from angels bending near the earth to touch their harps of gold. Peace on the earth, goodwill to men from heaven's all-gracious King. The world in solemn stillness lay to hear the angels sing. Still through the cloven skies they come with peaceful wings unfurled. And still their heavenly music floats o'er all the weary world. Above the sad and lonely plains they bend on hovering wing. And ever o'er its babel sounds the blessed angels sing. For lo, the day By prophet bards foretold When with the ever-circling years Comes round the age of gold When peace shall over all the earth Its ancient splendors fling And the back the song which now the angels sing. Peace on the earth, goodwill to men from heaven's gracious King. The world in solemn stillness lay to hear the angels sing. Praise the Lord. What a beautiful presentation. Thank you, Makana. It is a sad time when Jesus is taken out of Christmas. Being politically correct has no place in the life, love, and walk with our Heavenly Father. He is the baby whose birth was revered by the faithful few. He lived a life with one sole purpose, to save souls, and he gave his life so that we may have everlasting life with him. 
The church choir will present their second and final number for today entitled, Who's the Baby? The effervescent members of our church orchestra under my direction are excitingly gathered together and stand ready to play the melody entitled Caroling, Caroling. And they will be accompanied by Johanna Carrillo on the fruit.
I praise and thank the Lord for the wonderful dedication of the members of our church orchestra. And now, before we move on, the all-important reading of God's Word, our husband and wife duo, Mason and Tracy Ansano, will glorify the birth of the Savior in their presentations of that well-known song entitled, Joy to the World. I would like to dedicate today's number to a faithful couple in the Lord, Mr. and Mrs. Lyle and Victoria Castaneris of Honolulu, Oahu. Lyle and Victoria, may you both have a blessed day and a bountiful holiday season. Keep up the faith. Continue your walk with the Lord and the Heavenly Father will truly continue to bless you and your wonderful family. Have a joyous Sunday and a blessed week. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her King. Let every heart prepare Him room. And heaven and nature sing. And heaven and nature sing, and heaven and heaven and nature sing. Joy to the earth, the Savior reigns, and men their songs employ while fields and floods rocks hills and plains repeat the sounding joy repeat the sounding joy repeat repeat the sounding joy no more let sins and sorrows grow nor thorns infest the ground he comes to make his blessings flow. Far as the curse is bound, far as the curse is bound, far as, far as the curse is bound. He rules the world with truth and grace and makes the nations prove the glories of his right. Wonders of his love, and wonders of his love, and wonders and wonders of his love. And heaven and nature sing, and heaven and nature sing, and heaven and heaven nature sing, and heaven and heaven nature. Praise the Lord, everyone. I'm Associate Pastor Jose Jandak, and I'd like to repeat our television time, station, and locations in the Canarias for a viewing audience. Especially if any of you plan to visit or reside in California, the discalcast cannot be viewed every Sunday morning from 6 to 7 a.m. on station XDTV, channel 13 in San Diego, from 6 to 7 a.m. on station KPSE, channel 13 in Palm Springs, from 7 to 8 a.m. on station KBTV, channel 8, and Comcast Channel 238 in Sacramento, including Chico and Fresno. From 6 to 7 a.m. on station KBVU-TV Channel 28 in Eureka, 
Well, seven to eight a.m. on occasion, KVME, Channel 20 in Los Angeles, San Bernardino. From six to seven a.m. on station, KOTR TV, Channel 11 in Monterey. From six to seven a.m. on station, KACY, Channel 9, El Centro, California, and Yuma, Arizona. From six to seven a.m. on station, KLSR, Channel 34 in New York, Oregon. From five to six a.m. on station, KZGO, Channel 22 in Seattle, Washington. From 11 to 12 midnight on station, KGBY TV, Channel 20 in Grand Junction, Colorado. From 7 to 8 a.m. on Tamano Cable, Channel 503 in New York City. If you'd like to know more about our gospel work and view our Kingdom of God Crusade telecast in its entirety, please visit the website at JesusComingSoon.org. And now, considering our schedule of gospel services here in Homestead, Hawaii, services held at Temple every Tuesday and Friday at 7 p.m. On Sunday, gospel service at 10 a.m. and divine healing services at 7 p.m. Sunday school for all ages begin at 9 a.m. and prayer service held daily in the prayer tower at 2 p.m. extra on Fridays at 10 a.m. At our Comic Branch Church located at 1361 Colorado Avenue, gospel service held on Sundays and Wednesdays at 7 p.m. The same schedule observed by the Nimble Branch Churches as service all conducted by Pastor Reginald Louis Casanar Sr. in Kanakaka Molokai, Pastor Kenneth Evan Verrier in Lahaina Maui, Pastor Walter Aitino in Hilo, Hawaii, Pastor Lad Kawana Sano Sr. in Kolo, Kauai, Pastor Herbert Ferrer in Bologo, Pigawai, and Pastor Vesper Ferrer in President Kulabata, Minau, Philippines. You're welcome to attend these services regarding the church relations. There are no collections. If you desire to volunteer, contribute to support this telecast in the Lord's work, you may do so by sending your donations to the address designated conclusion of the telecast. And I would like to return our program back to our associate pastor, trustee, Adrian Sport Sr., who bring forward a spirit-directed and spirit-invited sermon. Adrian? Thank you, Jose. Some of you in our viewing audience are undoubtedly wondering if the participants in our telecasts are compensated in any way to perform in the choir, band, or special vocal and instrumental groups. My answer is an emphatic no. Let me reassure you all that every person you see in our telecasts are bona fide members of the Apostolic Faith Church who give of their total rehearsal and performance times as well as their talents willingly from the heart for the glory of God and for absolutely no monetary gains of any kind. Contributions from our television viewers are used, in fact, to help maintain these weekly telecasts. And through your generosity and financial help, we are able to bring forth such sermons as the one I have prepared for today, entitled, Have a Right Christmas in Christ Jesus. Paramount and above all else is the inspired Word of God that feeds the spiritually hungry and quenches the thirsty soul as God's staff of life itself. Mankind is very weak and often fails, but you can be reassured that the Lord Jesus Christ never fails. And Jesus Christ, God himself, is the star of each weekly telecast. And please join us now in the reading of today's sermon. Jeremiah 10, 1 and 2 issues this warning. Hear ye the word which the Lord speaketh unto you, O house of Israel. Thus saith the Lord, learn not the way of the heathen, and be not dismayed at the signs of heaven, for the heathen are dismayed at them. This scripture highlights two very important things. First, true born-again Christians must avoid all ungodly practices. And second, true born-again Christians should not get entrapped, enthralled, or intrigued by things derived through the vain imaginations of the ungodly. No matter what others may say or do, God's word is the final authority on how 
True born-again Christian believers must walk, talk, and prepare themselves to have a right Christmas. A clear example, dear television viewers, is something we all have witnessed before of how the ungodly have erroneously left out Christ from the word Christmas and shortened it to read Xmas instead. Jesus Christ is God's only right reason for the Christmas season, and he brings mankind God's greatest joy and best experience that anyone could ever have in this life. The custom of exchanging gifts might serve to express generosity and reciprocity, but earthly gifts do not bring God's greatest joy or God's right representation of Christmas. In reality, gifts only bring transitory joy and eventually grow old, become outdated, and are finally discarded. Therefore, it is very easy to surmise that the practice of exchanging gifts will often distract our attention from the Lord Jesus Christ, who is God's greatest gift given to mankind. Jeremiah 10, 3 through 6 points out that it is a heathen practice to have a Christmas tree. It reads, For the customs of the people are vain. For one cutteth a tree out of the forest, the work of the hands of the workmen, with the axe. They deck it with silver and with gold. They fasten it with nails and with hammers, that it move not. They are upright as the palm tree, but speak not. They must needs be born, because they cannot go. Be not afraid of them, for they cannot do evil. Neither also is it in them to do good. For as much as there is none like unto thee, O Lord, thou art the great, and thy name is great in might. God's word tells every man, woman, and child that having a Christmas tree is a heathen practice. Therefore, we must always choose to follow God's word. And following God's word is paramount and of the highest priority in our daily lives. Therefore, being willing to follow the Lord Jesus Christ in our daily lives and to look to him as being God's tree of Christmas is especially important in our daily preparation for the 2017 Christmas holiday season. However, let me clarify that there is nothing wrong with trees because they are God's creation. However, using a tree or anything else for that matter to replace Jesus Christ in our daily lives is a sin. Jeremiah, God's Israelite prophet, offered angry lamentations concerning the wickedness of his people in their practice of idolatry. He was led and guided by God himself when he advised and warned the people of Israel to not fall into idolatry. Jeremiah recognized how people outside of Israel had become engaged in the worship of many false gods, goddesses, and idols that was on the increase. Hence, he warned Israel that if they turned from their wicked ways, Jerusalem would be preserved. However, his preaching fell on deaf ears. And soon, the worldly influence from people 
outside of Israel eventually found its way into the lives and homes of the people of Israel. Their actions displeased the Lord Jesus Christ, the Almighty God, and caused Jeremiah again to speak out in Jeremiah 9, 6 that reads, Thine habitation is in the midst of deceit. Through deceit they refuse to know me, saith the Lord. Similar to the children of Israel, mankind today has lost touch with the Lord Jesus Christ as evidence in their contrary attitudes and self-chosen lifestyles. The Apostle Paul points out that the sinful actions of the people had changed the truth of God into a lie, and they willingly worshipped the creature more than their creator. Nicodemus, faced with these very same choices, came to see Jesus by night. He was an educated Pharisee who was trained in the traditions and beliefs of the Jews, just like the Apostle Paul before he encountered Jesus Christ and was converted on the road to Damascus. However, Nicodemus, being led by his heart, came seeking the salvation of Jesus Christ. His peers, on the other hand, had adamantly contested everything Jesus Christ did, both in works and in doctrine. They rejected the Lord Jesus Christ, denounced his miracles, voted to stop his preaching, and eventually conspired to kill him. However, today God's mercy and grace rests upon each and every one, dear television viewers, because we have the opportunity to hear and accept the gospel of the kingdom of God being preached here today. Nicodemus, being stirred in his spirit, probably had many of the same reservations, doubts, fears, and questions that every other conscientious Christian has today after seeing the miracles and hearing the doctrines of Jesus Christ. The miracles performed through the hands of the Lord Jesus Christ were done to confirm the word of God and the actions of Jesus Christ served to fulfill every prophecy spoken by God's prophets hundreds of years earlier when they spoke of the coming Savior and King for Israel. The Lord Jesus Christ commanded Nicodemus and all mankind in John 3, 5 that reads, Jesus answered and said unto him, Verily, verily, I say unto thee, except a man be born of water and of the Spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of God. And Jesus Christ further commanded all mankind in John 3, 6 and 7, that which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I said unto thee, ye must be born again. To be born again is God's only formula to obtain the salvation of one's soul. And this means that we must be baptized by immersion in water in the name of Jesus Christ and filled with God's Holy Spirit as evidenced by speaking in God's unknown tongue or language to prove that we have His Holy Spirit within. 
In Acts 2.38, Peter preached this sermon. Then Peter said unto them, Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins, and ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Repentance is defined as godly sorrow for sin. And when we are baptized in water in the name of Jesus Christ, our sins are removed by the blood of Jesus Christ that he shed on the cross of Calvary for all mankind. Our sins are then removed from us as far as the east is from the west, and he remembers them no more. Water baptism in the name of Jesus Christ acknowledges our acceptance that his blood removes our sins. Peter defines baptism as the act of a good conscience toward God. And 1 John 5, 8 tells us, And there are three that bear witness in earth, the spirit and the water and the blood. And these three agree in one. These three are all life-giving and life-sustaining attributes of God given for a spe specific purpose in his plan of salvation. And they all point to the Lord Jesus Christ. In 1 John 5, 7, it denotes, for there are three that bear record in heaven, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost. And these three are one. And that oneness is in Christ Jesus. Here upon the earth in this dispensation of grace, the Holy Spirit of God reigns within the heart of his people. The symbolism of a life-giving source found in the water and blood confirmed the gospel of the kingdom of God preached by the Lord Jesus Christ. God's plan of salvation is that all men should come to repentance by being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and being filled with God's Holy Spirit. Acts 4.12 confirms the saving power and authority vested in the name of Jesus Christ. It reads, Neither is there salvation in any other. There is none other name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. The Lord Jesus Christ answered, answered the Sadducees in Matthew 22.29 saying, Jesus answered and said unto them, Ye err, not knowing the scriptures, nor the power of God. The Sadducees sought to entrap the Lord Jesus Christ with questions, and his simple answers summarized their shortcomings. What they considered important was really not. And if, in fact, they were not seeking the things pertaining to the gospel of the kingdom of God. In these modern times, many unbelievers use the Christmas tree within their homes to enhance the celebration of Christmas. And oftentimes, mankind will even put the Christmas tree first and the Lord Jesus Christ second, when in fact we should always put Jesus Christ first and foremost in our daily lives. The prophet Jeremiah warned Israel, and his warning still holds true to us today. Learn not the way of the heathen. For the heathen customs and traditions have no value. 
and will not spiritually benefit anyone in any way. The best remedy and only guide to follow in this life is God's Word, the Bible. And following God's Word to the very letter will help all mankind to put the Lord Jesus Christ first in our daily lives. And every true born-again Christian will reap God's spiritual blessing of a right Christmas for today and for the many tomorrows to come. Isaiah 42, 8 proclaims this truth. I am the Lord, that is my name, and my glory will I not give to another, neither my praise to graven images. It is true that many atheists and agnostics in the world today do not hold the Lord Jesus Christ as God's centerpiece of Christmas, but they attempt to still observe and celebrate the Christmas season. However, it just may be that people of the world today have changed Christmas into an appointed even, wherein all religions, beliefs, cults, and dissenters of the faith can find neutral ground in respect to the Christmas season. The truth of the matter is that Christmas really belongs to every true born-again Christian who willingly gives the praise and glory to the Almighty God for the birth of His Son, Jesus Christ. We therefore celebrate this great miracle that took place in Bethlehem and look to Jesus Christ as our Savior, Master, and Lord, not only one day, but each and every day throughout the year. Hence, Jesus Christ, His birth, His life, his gospel of the kingdom of God is God's only plan of salvation that brings real joy and the promise of eternal life in heaven above to every man, woman, and child who will follow him. John 3.16 denotes this truth. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. In Deuteronomy 30, 19, Moses issues, issued this warning. I call heaven and earth to record this day against you that I have set before you life and death, blessing and cursing. Therefore, choose life that both thou and thy seed may live. Therefore, it is very plain to see that God has set before all mankind His only begotten Son, Jesus Christ. Both Moses and John the Beloved, though from different dispensations, were both inspired by the same Holy Spirit of God and thus presented the same message to an unbelieving world. Simply put, without the Lord Jesus Christ in our daily lives, every man, woman, and child will perish Therefore, everyone must make a choice today between life and death. Our advice is to choose the Lord Jesus Christ who promises to give us all eternal life in heaven above. Israel did things which were unacceptable to God. Having been exposed to idolatry while in Egypt 
and even more so when they occupied the land of Canaan. In spite of God's instructions, they insisted on polluting themselves by accepting and adopting these ungodly lifestyles. If we are not careful, we too, as present-day Christians, can be distracted from the focal point of believing Jesus Christ is Christmas. Hence, we do not need a tree or some other symbol or figure to represent the Lord Jesus Christ as the real reason for Christmas. Matthew 12, 33 declares, Either make the tree good and his fruit good, or else make the tree corrupt and his fruit corrupt, for the tree is known by his fruit. Many people today seek a figure, such as a tree, to arouse their emotions and bring them peace, comfort, and security, just as Israel, who molded a golden calf when they waited for Moses to return from Mount Sinai. And in reality, the tree cannot speak as the Lord Jesus Christ speaks to his people through the power of his Holy Spirit. A tree cannot prophesy, confirm, or bring any prophecy to pass. A tree can neither send angels to minister at a time when we need to feel the presence of the Lord Jesus Christ the most in our daily lives. And the tree will eventually be thrown out with the rest of the trash and the place of attention it occupied will be left empty. However, the Lord Jesus Christ in all his glory continues to shine with the exceeding brightness of the sun in our daily lives. And for true born-again Christian believers, Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, permanently resides within us throughout each and every day, all year long. In fact, the Lord Jesus Christ will never leave us nor forsake us. He is only a prayer away when we need him. And in Hebrews 13, 8, it clearly states, Jesus Christ the same yesterday, today, and forever. He is always attentive to all those who love him because he first loved us and he blesses his people in so many different ways and is always a benefit and help in our daily lives. Colossians 1, 12 through 15 states, giving thanks unto the Father which hath made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light, who hath delivered us from the power of darkness and hath translated us into the kingdom of his dear Son, in whom we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins, who is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of every creature. The Lord Jesus Christ declares in Matthew 28, 18, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. He proved to all mankind that he has the power over death, hell, and the grave. Mankind refused the obvious signs of his presence, not remembering how he led them through the wilderness by a cloud during the day and a pillar of fire by night. During their journey, 
the Lord said unto them, Your clothes are not waxen old upon you, and thy shoe is not waxen old upon thy foot. In spite of the adversity and hardships of the journey, Israel never went without, and the Lord Jesus Christ always provided for them. And he instructed them in Leviticus 26, verses 1 and 2, Ye shall make you no idols, nor graven image, neither rear you up a standing image, neither shall ye set up any image of stone in your land to bow down unto it, for I am the Lord. Ye shall keep my Sabbaths and reverence my sanctuary. I am the Lord. Therefore, the blessings from the Lord Jesus Christ are conditional to our walking in his statutes and in his commandments. The Lord Jesus Christ is a jealous God, and he will not give nor share his glory with another. Today's sermon has enlightened us all by God's word, the Bible, to make the necessary corrections with conviction in our daily lives. And Acts 17, 29 to 30 concludes, for as much then as we are the offspring of God, we ought not to think that the God is, is like unto gold and silver or stone graven by art and man's device. And the times of this ignorance God winked at, but now commandeth all men everywhere to repent. Let us stand for truth and righteousness today, knowing that the Lord Jesus Christ will soon return in clouds of glory to call up his waiting bride, the church, saying, Come up hither, come up hither, come up hither. If you would like to know more about God's word and the church and review these telecast presentations in their entirety, please visit our website at jesuscomingsoon.org. Till our next telecast, this is your host, trustee and associate pastor Edwin H. Sproat Sr., expressing my sincerest appreciation to each of you who have allowed us to come into your home. May the good Lord bless and keep you all in the hollow of his hands. The church band will close today's program with a beautiful medley of Christmas songs entitled Joy to the World, We Three Kings of Orient Hall, and we wish you a Merry Christmas. <laughs>
The preceding program was paid for by the Apostolic Faith Church.